I cleaned this old MacBook that's doing all the recording. Oh, well, that'll looks, make it run better. It looks great. It's like, oh, wow, it's like a... You ignore the, the stuff that's peeling off the bottom. It looks like a new computer. Oh, and the, a, mis- and the missing key. <laughs> uh, is it a is it a, uh, like a like a white polycarbonate Intel yep. Mac? What mm-hmm. what era are we talking? Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, unibody uh, white MacBook. Ooh, I actually I was gonna replace it. Um, wow, with I was gonna swap it out with a 2014 Air, and okay. when I I started booting up the Air, and I was like. Boy, this seems slower, and I timed them, and it's it's fifteen seconds slower booting up than the than this MacBook. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, okay, I guess Kick I'm going to gonna the keep the MacBook." <laughs> that what era? What year is the MacBook? So the MacBook's two thousand nine. Wow, yeah, huh. but it's you know it's like it's got an old copy of Audio Hijack that has worked since we started doing podcasts. Oh, wow. Is that one of the ones that records on wax cylinder? Or? it's it's, uh audio hijack one two three it's three oh three okay that's respectable it's a good vintage yeah yeah Yeah. that's good paul yeah (laughs) (laughs) some would say it uh topped out there um, oh, now, now, now I got. Oh, there we go. Okay, for a second there, it was I got the spinning color wheel of doom, but closing, <laughs> closing you, the about window on audio hijack. <laughs> it heard you talking and was like, mm, "We got to deal with that." Yeah, but it, you know, it's uh, it's the Mac's 40th anniversary. It is. It is. That's exciting. Where did you get it? <laughs> what is the 40th anniversary? Is that like? <laughs> I think it's the Walker anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Texas Ranger. Yes. The Jimmy JJ Walker. Yes. Hmm. We all celebrate in our own specific way. I guess so. That's right. Uh, did anybody um, cave and buy a Vision Pro real quick? I'm just curious. Oh, seven. Are you really? I'm not. <laughs> Are really you actually curious? curious? No. <laughs> I think you would. I think you would know the answer to that. I think I, I would. Think if, if one of us had had just decided to go ahead and buy one, you would know by now. <laughs> because we'd be shame. You would have seen the receipt. <laughs> yeah, shamefacedly posting that we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not buying one in stealth mode. That's for sure. I <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I probably came closest. Remember, I didn't, and I didn't get that close. But I probably came the closest, is my guess. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like it. You had some real. You were having some. I was having some FOMO. I'm having yeah. some FOMO. I'm still. I'm a little bit, but you know, I've, I got a little. I've I got a little, but it. I got not enough to not thirty five hundred dollars yeah. worth. <laughs> thirty five hundred dollars worth of FOMO. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I've ever had thirty five hundred dollars worth of FOMO. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I was I was with a you know a non Apple nerd friend who was saying, yeah, I hope they come out with a non pro version sometime that's like affordable because I'd buy that. The technology is amazing, and like when you think about where it's going to be in ten years, it'll be even better. But I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna spend thirty five hundred bucks, which I think is probably a fairly common sentiment. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and I think that again, as we've discussed, I think Apple knows that yes. and is I think everybody is well aware. <laughs> you know, that they're yeah. like, yeah, we'd love to make this cheaper. I mean, like, still expensive, Apple-wise, because we're Apple. Yeah. We're not going to give away for peanuts, but we'd like to have more people buying it, for sure. Oh, different peanuts. My bad. But they seem, they, the, the estimates are that they sold 160, 100. I enjoy 000. these estimates because yeah. I believe somebody pointed out that, like, Ming-Chi Kuo was like, they sold 120,000, and someone else was like, wait, you said they would only yeah. have 80,000. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think, you know, th- that, that is the number that they had ready to ship immediately. So well, also let's keep they, in mind if they again, sold 
more than that, that's why things got pushed out. Numbers, numbers from the supply chain, which as always, you know, take it with a little bit of grain of salt because nobody yeah. else knows the exact numbers of any of these right. things. They're basing it on components and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It is Apple's fastest selling uh, virtual reality headset of all time, though. <laughs> Not nothing. It's also the fastest, uh, their fastest yes. virtual reality. It's our best Apple Vision Pro ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and best selling. Right. Our best selling Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. There's a 100% increase from over last year's sales. I would say it's infinity percent increase over last year's sales. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, James I Thompson? No, I, was, I was also told there'd be no math. No math. <laughs> oh, we're running out of jokes, guys. Quick. 40th yeah, anniversary. I, I, you know, I would, you know, I th- expect... I mean, Apple doesn't always lower prices very much. So, I mean, look at the, the average selling price of an iPhone has gone up dramatically since the iPhone was introduced. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but the, yeah. due to a uh, counterpoint, the average selling price of the Apple Watch has probably dropped. Right. I think. Oh, it yeah. Like, well, yes, that's true. There's yeah. an iPhone Pro. If you when you take out the $10,000 ones. There's an iPhone Pro and there's a regular <laughs> iPhone and there's the MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air, which is typically cheaper. And like, I think that we're, we're, we're starting with the HomePod. Which uh, I have yeah. an anniversary in my uh, memories today of having posted that I didn't even have HomePod FOMO and I have never owned a HomePod, so I stuck with that. <laughs> but the HomePod Mini, I have one of those. <laughs> that's just fine for me. So I'm waiting for the HomePod Mini equivalent of a Vision Pro. Yeah, that's, that's when you strap that's two kind of HomePod Minis to your face. Very, yeah, it's mm-hmm. very hard to see, but it sounds amazing. It sounds great. You're like in the sound. Uh, uh, I, all right, Lex tried to shift gears to the 40th anniversary. Do you want to? Yeah, well, I, I watched some of the uh, the upgrade special that you were on, Dan. Um, Thanks. Talking about those 40th anniversary things, and you did not get to claim your your original Mac. I did, so I'm sorry. Yeah, John Gruber sniped it from me because that was apparently his first Mac too, which I, I think is funny that like uh, John, who is a bit older than me, uh, is uh, we started at the same time uh, on the same on the same machine. The first Mac that my family owned was also the Mac LC. So, oh, look at us! I was there with him. Peas in a pod, the three of us: yeah. you, me, John Gruber, the three hosts of this show. Wait, wrong, John. <laughs> what John was your first Mac? First Mac John Moltz? Was uh, an Apple. S E S E F D H D. Whoa! Yeah. So oh, not the so not the thirty, um, but it did have a thirty. Wait, did it have a thirty? Yeah, I think it had a thirty megabyte external hard drive. Ooh, um, external. Two, two, two high dent. Two, no, was it? Were they high density? It must have been. Well, yeah. the FD. Because that's what the FD, FD stands for. Yeah. 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 So two high density floppy drives, um, which the guy I bought it, bought it used. And the guy was like, I mean, the cool thing is, you know, if the hard drive goes down, you can run the operating system on one floppy drive and have another floppy drive still flop, <laughs> switch out a floppy still drive. Still floppy. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Even then, even then, John ponied for more storage. I love how consistent the mold stock is. Oh, and I used is. that. Unlike unlike every Apple TV that I've purchased, I actually used that space very quickly. So, what was your first pre-Mac computer? I did not have a computer before that Mac. Wow. Yeah, I bought, I used to like in college. You know, I mean, I didn't use a computer in college. I typed. <laughs> I had a typewriter. Until senior year when I was uh, in an apartment with uh, a guy uh, who had a, like a, I can't remember what the heck it was. It was some DOS, DOS thing. And he had WordStar, I believe. Yeah, uh, sure. A, yeah. I've been, I've been we, working on brushing would, up my typewriter skills, so my yeah, might come to you he for would let me, uh He would let me use that to write papers. That's amazing. I had a well, typewriter. Uh, my parents had a uh, Smith Corona electric typewriter that had a thing where you could delete. It had like whiteout in it. Yeah, we, press we, a had, we had the same one. Those were wild. It was so mm. weird. 
Well, so I, the first computers in my house, we had a, a Capro. We had a Commodore 64. We had a TRS-80. And wow. then the, That's the a lot pre- of computers. The, my mom was actually quite technical for a while, not my dad. And then the, the pre-Mac, the immediately pre-Mac computer was an Apple IIc, I believe. And uh, I loved all of those computers. I learned basic on the uh, Capro. And then I did more on the Commodore 64. And my parents, I'm sure I've told this on one of the podcasts I did with Molta, but uh, my parents <laughs> hired me a programming tutor once I outgrew what my mom could teach me uh, from the local Radio Shack. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> Which still cracks me up to this day. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, you know, I was still marveling a little bit at uh, Molta's story about the running the OS off the floppy dive because it made me so a full the fdhd ones that was an 800k floppy is that right was it double-sided well, high density be 1.4 was high density 1.4 i don't remember because so. like the the base one was 400 and then eventually there was 800k floppies and oh then maybe was it was 800k but like the fact that the yeah, OS... i think that's right i think that's right because i because i seem to remember having ones that were formatted when i when i got my next computer i think i had my next mac was an LC, and I think that had 1.4, maybe. Yeah, it sounds well. It sounds like I'm looking at an Apple up, Wiki, but... which claims. Yeah. Uh, that's the 2x though. That's late, much later. FDHD was invented in 2x. Well, that was 88, I guess. So that was, I guess that was the same time. Um, yeah. So the but I guess the next it said it could read 1.4 megabyte high density floppy disks as well as disk formatted for other operating system. Okay. But then you needed like apple file exchange anyways either way the idea that you yeah, could so, fit yeah. the os at some point into 400 or 800 kilobytes is madness to me <laughs> like you can't fit anything into 400 or 800 kilobytes now right a text file well i guess text file a word <laughs> file definitely doesn't fit on 400 to 800 kilobytes good luck um that is bananas to me that they wrote the entire operating system and it fit in that uh so Maybe, oh, no. you know what, what are they wasting all this extra space maybe on it these wasn't days? maybe it was just the se no that's se fdhd yeah because it had i was looking trying to find the one that had two floppy drives um but there is an fdhd that has two floppy drives okay yeah wild yeah. i never had one with two floppy drives i only had i only had the single both that and the both the performa and the lc that i owned only had a single floppy drive and then um you know the performa obviously had a cd drive too I remember though, like you used to install the OS from one disk, and then you had to install things on multiple yes. disks, and it'd be like eject yes. this one. Put the, and if you put the wrong one in, it was like nope, and it would. And you know, I Apple always did drives in my at least original floppy drives well, where it had like that nice kind of suction. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh yeah. Oh one. yeah. Like that was that yeah, was nice, very satisfying. Nice kachunk too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those were good drives. I've been told that many times, actually. <laughs> I did find, uh, well, I was looking for the picture that I did share in a couple places of me at the LC. I found a picture I took many years later. This is from 2017 um, of a bunch of my um, uh, floppy disks that I located, which I had. Um, so, but there, like, there's your point about the all the multi disc ones. There's my copy of Prince of Persia on three disks, Might and Magic two, <laughs> one and two on five five disks. Uh, Sim Sim City 2000. I, I think I discs. have. I, I think I have several of the, the the Prince of Persia and the Sim City 2000 behind me right now. Excellent. Yeah. Well, there you can see the Boxes. HD one, right? Because it says on the Sim City 2000, it's got the little HD logo for the 1.4 megabyte. But that Mavis Beacon up there says 800k drive. So there you go. Wow. 
junk. Yeah. Those things. Terrible junk. <laughs> Not sad to see the end of the floppy disk. Uh, of the many things that I do thank uh, Apple for depopularizing the floppy disk, I think that's a victory. Oh, absolutely. If only they could have gotten rid of printing when they mm. introduced the iPad. Mm. I think that was, I think Steve Jobs wanted to do, to do that. I think that was his part of his uh, long-term vision. Um, but alas, we are still stuck with you printing. Still need to, sometimes you still need to put stuff on hard copy. I hate printing. <laughs> Terrible. I love scanning. I love scanning paper and love then getting rid of it. I hate printing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let me tell you about copier machines. <laughs> Best <laughs> and worst of both worlds. You know what else I love, though? What is that? I love not waiting a long time and or having to talk to a human in order to see a doctor. And coincidentally, this episode of The Remit is brought to you by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life you have to compromise on. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that doctor you don't feel really listens just because they're available right now or they take your insurance. This is where ZocDoc comes in. ZocDoc is the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. It doesn't matter which one of you is awkward, you or the receptionist. Either way, you don't have to do it. And these docs all have verified reviews. In my reviews. case, it's both. <laughs> and these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. Uh, I, uh, I am one of the millions of ZocDoc users. Uh, I appreciate not having to make a phone call. I appreciate, as I've said many times, that their uh, search for doctors who take my insurance is better than my insurance company's website. Uh, and I have seen great doctors who have cured the things that ailed me, including um, getting something that was stuck in my foot, out of my foot, twice at two different podiatrists. <laughs> so thanks, ZocDoc. Uh, if you ever go to see a doctor, you should do ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash rebound and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash rebound, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash rebound. Our thanks to ZocDoc for sponsoring this show and, you know, for sponsoring all of our friends at Relay FM. I'm just going to say it because I feel like it. I felt like, I felt the love today. We already talked about a Relay show, so we'll just thank them for that huh. too. <laughs> Oh, that's nice of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm big-hearted. Um, more, you should more see a doctor about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, his heart grew too many sizes. Favorite Max? Favorite I was Max literally going to ask the same oh, question. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. My favorite right, Mac so, is the one I have yeah, with me. So, yeah, <laughs> I think, <laughs> well, I really did like that first Mac that I had, but I think uh, all time, the one that I was satisfied with the most uh, was my, I think it was the 2011 um, a 10-inch, 11-inch MacBook Air. Yeah, that was, oh, there we that go. Was just, you know, I was John, so happy with that computer for so long, and and then, I, and then I ended up getting the... God, I, did I, went, I went to the Pro after, like, the... How long did I have that thing? Gosh. Seems like years. Must have no, I, I had two of those. I had two 11-inch Airs, because I bought a new one. Like, I had them back-to-back. Um, and... Uh, that was my favorite form factor of all time. Like if, yeah, if they made it today, I think it would be different. But, um, you know, 
like they would they could fit a larger screen in that size and everything and i think they could make a really great compact notebook but they've shown they have no interest in doing that but i did love yeah. the 11 inch air like i think it is the only mac that i ever own two models of um i had some weird ones in there too though because i had the um there was one aluminum macbook i think only one 2008 I don't remember, a, like a unibody aluminum MacBook mm-hmm. that didn't have FireWire. They briefly removed it, and then they put it back. It was super weird. Um, and I did, yeah, That was a weird computer. I had the white polycarbonate MacBook. Um, had a, I guess I had two iMacs. I think I had a 20, like, but like a non-retina and then a retina, which felt like a step up. Like the two 11-inch Airs I had were almost the same, except for just, you know, more memory faster processor but otherwise i think we're largely identical um but yeah i i think i would agree with you i think that is my favorite like i somebody in the live chat mentioned the blue and white g3 i own which i do love but i think it's tempered a little bit by the fact that i had that experience that i think john has described to where when i bought the blue and white g3 i believe the g4 tower like came out maybe less than a month afterwards <laughs> And so I had, it was always tempered with that, like, oh, but it's last year. Like, this is last year's model, and I've got to use it for, like, the co- like, like years now. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I think the two that I really do love my current Mac, like, no joke, this MacBook Air M2 from, I guess, 2022 is fantastic. And it is my favorite the same way that every new device Apple makes is Apple's favorite. But... Um, if I'm thinking back to ones and not worrying about performance per se, I did love my Power Max G3 Mini Tower, which was not the blue and white one. It was, you know, the oh, you had the, the, the beige. Yeah. And uh, uh, my Quadra 610, which was a Quadra, not a Centris. I loved my Quadra 610. Man, that was a great computer. But that Power Max G3 is what I took to college along with the personal LaserWriter LS. <laughs> God, you had a LaserWriter? I just, I don't, I don't remember if I even brought a printer to college. I don't think I did because all I had was like a style writer. I might have had one for a while, like so. I used to work at like NIT uh, at a library, and they would just give away or sell for super cheap old equipment. So for years, I did have like an HP LaserJet that they basically gave me, um, nice. that was years old. But like all I was doing was occasionally printing stuff in black and white, and like I didn't need anything else. So like that was a pretty good deal. But uh, I don't think I had one in college. I think I mainly printed stuff out in the computer lab. How did I do that? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I have to find pictures of my dorm room or something. Did I have yeah, a I used to take I used to take stuff to the computer. Like in graduate school, I would take stuff to the computer lab to print it out because I didn't have a But when you were doing that, the whole years. lab was one computer, right? Like you had a... <laughs> like ENIAC style? Yeah. yeah. No. No. Um a lot of Mac there were a lot of Macs at the school. Um and and you every time you go into that computer lab, people would be playing some form of network game all over the place. <laughs> all right, breaking news. I just found a picture of my dorm, and I think I see in the corner like a, a – yeah, I did have like an Epson inkjet printer. That that must have come with me. Those things are terrible, I'm going to have to go though. through boxes and see if I can find an old picture of like – I had to look behind one. my – I don't know if I have a picture of it. Just underneath my uh, anime wall scrolls. So things – story checks out. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, I, actually, while we're on the topic of dorm rooms, I'm just curious. Does anybody recall a key poster, like a memorable poster from the dorm room? Because oh, the, the one that sticks out for me is uh, uh, an Abbott and Costello who's on first poster. Study hard. Study hard. <laughs> I had a lot of I had a lot of anime wall scrolls. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I also had weird uh, for sure. 
I had I had mostly like uh, um, Marvel. I had a bunch of Marvel posters. Oh from, man, like a Doctor Great Doctor. I still have them. This, <laughs> Great Doctor Strange me, and uh, Electra. Is definitely gonna get me dinged, but I do have. And I'm looking at a picture of my uh, sophomore year dorm, and I do have over my bed an episode one poster. <laughs> I just uh. I just really appreciate how on brand it was. 1999, is, John. <laughs> I probably put it up before it came I, out. I know it's okay. It's okay. I saw that movie twice in the theaters because I feel like I felt like I made a mistake the first oh, time only, and missed only something twice. good about it. <laughs> you were you were faster than I was. I saw it five times. It's the yeah. only well, Star no, Wars I, movie yeah, I saw. Yeah. In the I, well, I saw the original ten times in the theater. Wow, I've not seen any movie ten times in a theater, but I did see that movie. That's in the, the only, yeah, that's the only movie I've seen ten times in the theater for sure. I, I think I've seen a few others twice, but not nothing more than that. The movie I saw most in the theater was "There's Something About Mary." <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, uh, I could, I couldn't believe how funny that movie was. I was shocked. Uh, we have some rebound prime listener questions. If we want to keep triviaizing each other. <laughs> Because these sure, are also yeah. things. Uh, Rebound Prime, of course, is that thing you can sign up for. It's at prime.reboundcast.com. Uh, you get bonus episodes. You can listen live while we record. You get bootlegs. And uh, you get to submit questions that we answer. And I want to say, we keep doing promos for Rebound Prime because, you know, the ad market's down in podcasting. And uh, every week, more people are signing up for Rebound Prime. So thank you. That's very kind of you. And if you don't have FOMO, you should. Uh, unless you've already joined, in which case you're an incredible person. Kelly Av asks, did any of you participate in any dalliances with BOS back in the day? Or hope you all know slash remember what BOS was and that it could have been the next Mac OS with Jean-Louis Gasset. I never used it. I remember reading, I think, probably Macworld articles about like BOS. Especially yeah, I can't remember if it was Macworld or Mac user, but yes, looking at all the pictures and yes. I think Copeland. I did download it. I yeah. think I did oh, download yeah. it at one point and run it. Um, although I wonder what I would have done that. I don't remember. I feel could like run, I, could you run it? I, on it's a Mac? either that or it's very. It's also very possible that I'm misremembering and that it was a kaleidoscope. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you think. Because if you're downloading onto a Mac, it wasn't BOS, right? You know, yeah, I don't, so, yeah. Was, so that, okay, that's so got to be that's got to be what it is. BOS was ported to the Mac, um, and and to x86. But I think, yeah, much. I want to say probably because I had some recall, recollection that you could install it at some point onto. Onto a Mac, but that's Listeners, the Mnox claims on Discord that BOS ran on some Power PC Macs. Yes, okay, they well, do say maybe it's yeah, early BOS releases are for Power PC. Mm. Um, so, well, I never yeah. ran it, but I, no. I looked at the pictures and thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting too. Yeah, Is it possible I mean, that it came on a disc, a Mac Addict disc? Oh, Mac Addict, man, I forgot all about that because I, I, Mac Addict. Oh, I was in Mac I Addict. Question. Yeah, I mean, you'd get those discs and they'd have a whole bunch of shareware and stuff on, on them, and it's, I think it's, I think that. I, I can't say for certain, but oh, that yeah, sounds BOS, familiar. It sounds had those like uh, anyway. <laughs> those like yellow tabbed folders. Like you could drag. Couldn't you like drag those off screen into like tabs or something? I don't know. I remember. Yeah, like like I said, all I remember yeah. is reading about it. Yeah. Wow. I and and then you know anyway you, you run yeah I, it it seems like it's every experiment that I do with another operating system it lasts like. <laughs> 10 15 minutes and then i'm like okay it's funny none of my stuff right, yeah. none of my stuff is in this ecosystem i'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time dumping it in here i'm not going to be able to <laughs> continue to like make this meaningful in any way i'm i'm totally just rabbit holing on mac addict now since Smalls mentioned it i forgot that it became mac life but i was yeah. very vividly remembering yeah, yeah. and it's on wikipedia but the, their ratings for games or yes. for apps which went from blech to yeah whatever to spiffy to freaking awesome <laughs> 
<laughs> I do remember that. They had some character. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Listener me here asks. Now that I own a Vision Pro and you don't, ha ha. That's not a question, Mahir. That's not what it says. Um, listener Mahir says, it's like, "That what, sounds very unMahir-like." Yeah. What unique outfit would you wear to stand out when Apple takes a picture of you using their new product? Uh, I would just dress nicely, a non-logo tee. Oh, it, oh, this is for when we when we have our inevitable Vision Pro demo sessions. Is what mm-hmm. we're saying, mm-hmm. we want to look snazzy. Um. There is a listener of this podcast who could make that happen and has chosen not to. And that person knows who that person is. And we're waiting. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I probably would be wearing some sort of t-shirt with maybe a John Moltz t-shirt, I think. Probably. Yeah, that why, seems why like not? the right answer, right? right? Yeah. With a little uh wear a little I don't sports think coat over there. I don't think well, I guess I guess you can show up like, yeah, you could show up wearing whatever you want to wear, right? Yeah, what are they gonna do? Say like you're, there's a dress code? I mean, maybe they wouldn't, you know, publish it. But. <laughs> kicked out of a place with a with a dress code. I I would not be shocked if Apple PR said, "Can you please make sure not to wear anything with logos on it?" That wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't. Would yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Shock because you're not going to come I in also... a Corona T-shirt or something. Like, it'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, but if you're like, you know, if you're a popular creator who shows up in your Corona T-shirt, you think they'll kick you out? No, I think they might. Hey, do you want a tea that we happen to have? I, I, they, I guarantee you they have. Oh, wardrobe. so what you're telling me is there's a way to get a free shirt? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, I would wear a free shirt that Apple provided. <laughs> That's my new answer. <laughs> That's how Lex tried to go in with no shirt. And <laughs> Jason Kelsey, bold style. move. Uh, listener Josh asks: If forced at emoji water gun point, I think he means gunpoint. <laughs> but if, if forced at gunpoint to switch platforms for one this of your question. devices, which would you swap first? Mac OS for Windows or Android for iOS? When this question came in, first of all, I thought, Josh, why do you hate us? This is a cruel yeah, really. and difficult yeah. question. I know. I have given it a lot of thought since it came in, and I think I would which switch. Which of your children do you love more? Oh, I want to know. Which one? Tell me. I think I would switch iOS for Android. Wow. I honestly think the same. What? This podcast is over. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think I would switch win- to Windows, honestly, um, because... I have much more familiarity with Windows. I would be able to get more done with it. Um, oh God, I just feel so slow on Windows. I feel I, I feel I, hampered. I, I well, that's like I that used it just... at work for so long that I and even though it's you know gone through several revisions since then, Hank's got a you know gaming computer that runs it, and yeah. I've still dabbled in it. So I think I, the biggest challenge for me there would be like I. There's there's too many moving parts. I feel also, like if I am using games a, that, are, <laughs> that would be play. cool. But like if I'm using a Windows PC, I think I'm going to struggle a little bit more because some of the tools I want to use aren't there, and I don't know. I just don't know how to find good software for Windows. Is part of it, and then it's been long enough. Like I used to support Windows computers twenty twenty five years ago or whatever, and it's like it's been long enough that I don't know how to fix things because some stuff has definitely changed and they've moved stuff around. Um, so I think I would just, it would be more friction. Whereas on an Android phone, I think I would be unhappy, but I think I would probably, you know, for what I'm doing on my phone, I would probably be okay. Here was my analysis. Annoyed. It's, it's not dissimilar from Dan's. I, but I realized, Hey, if I switch my phone to Android, I would undoubtedly use my phone less. And that's not a bad thing. So yeah. like no, I good, need to good. get stuff done on my Mac and I would. And so I would just use my phone for fewer things. It would still be for checking email and I guess texts and everybody would hate texting me. <laughs> mm, mm, there is that. Um, you just do text uh, from your Mac. Be it. 
Lex. Yeah. To answer right. your iMessage. You could install your beeper in your mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, uh, I yeah, I'm I think with the, big beeper. <laughs> yeah, the 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 I agree with you on on that analysis. I think that's that's pretty pretty good. I mean, I I don't know. I just I think that there are a couple tools. We were talking about this during the upgrade episode like Audio Hijack and BB Edit. I am not sure there are good replacements for either of those on Windows, and that is a big chunk of what I use for my job. Like BB Edit, okay, I can find some stuff that does like most of what I need to. I don't think there's a good competitor to Audio Hijack. Like, yeah, I don't think so either. That is that is a real problem then, because like I could record audio, sure, but I can't record both sides of the audio, stream it, like you know, split up those files, all that jazz. Like that's going to take like four different tools, and I don't. I don't want to deal with that. This show just takes three different tools. <laughs> that sounds like two, a Dan problem. Occasionally though. two I mean, and a half tools. <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan takes, takes care of all of that stuff, so I wouldn't have to worry about it. That's true. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You still have your extra Mac to record your audio. Although right? I'd have to edit. I'd have to edit a podcast on, <laughs> on Windows. I don't even know uh, you're, where you're not losing logic. That. Probably got to use like Audacity. Yeah. No, you'd, I think you'd probably end up using one of the web-based ones. Uh, what's the one that? Uh, transcribes it descript you probably use descript. like something like descript mm. i don't know um let's see here listen oh, to Knox says i could use fair or, or i could use logic on the ipad i guess right oh no you fair can't right. let me or tell logic, you about how yeah. you can't use logic on the ipad so the podcast I, I very well. just, I would just shift <laughs> <laughs> we just start recording live to tape uh literally to tapes because we wouldn't have to record on our mm-hmm. windows machines yeah fair uh, right better than logic yeah you'd have to use fair right listener ivan says I haven't used it in forever, but I just wrote 180 lines of AppleScript, and I feel super gross with the experience, yet delighted with the results. With shortcuts being good enough, have you written any AppleScript in the past few years? And if so, what was the experience? What would you guess the future of AppleScript is? Is it like R2-D2, destined to exist for as long as the company does? Never changing, ever useful, but at the end of the day, never getting any upgrades? That's a lot of question, Ivan. Um, R2 got downgrades. He <laughs> lost those rocket boosters, man. Like That's I, true. You know, I did a lot of programming growing up, and I never was a huge fan of AppleScript other than its ability to record. Like when you could record mm-hmm. actions and yeah. apps yeah, were really good at that. That was, that cool. was cool because yeah. you could learn how it worked better. But I haven't mm-hmm. written AppleScript. Or it would just do it you know, for you. You just go in and tweak the little yeah. things that you yeah. needed to tweak yep. and... But I don't no, think I'm, I've written AppleScript in about a thousand years. I'd, I've never real. I've never well. I mean, once or twice probably, but I'm and very rudimentary. I've never really written AppleScript. Yeah, every like, experience I had trying to write AppleScript ended with me being frustrating, frustrated, and frustrating, and <laughs> and just being like, I'm done with this. Like Dan's super frustrating today. Why? <laughs> He's trying to write AppleScript. I opened yeah. up the script editor to open recent and see if I had anything, and there is one untitled script, but it no longer exists on my computer, so I can't open it. I, I I've worked with some that Jason has written for me to uh, like yeah. for six colors and other stuff and oh yeah I've got a couple here that I tried to do when I was messing around with could I use a Apple script to create a um a new space like desktop space and the answer was you had to like literally have it emulate key presses. It's like why <laughs> why am I torturing myself because I find the syn- I find the syntax of Apple script just totally fucking incompetent. that was the first that was the first business script that i ever wrote was why like, don't you it, it tell was in excel it was in like excel it. and it was just like i didn't know how to do <laughs> no, anything you tell and I, and so i just had it do key movements it was just doing like That's down right. left right yeah. it was like it was like the cheat code in a video game yeah i yeah. i found it i always found it very difficult to understand i think which is why i learned like lex i learned basic and like that you know i'm not going to argue that there's like more cool stuff you can do with apple script because i think that was definitely true 
but it was just not as it was not as user friendly for like it was like the one thing Apple because like it had that false idea that like oh we'll just make it like English it's like nobody talks like this yeah right yeah <laughs> how do you pronounce Sal's last name Segoyan Segoyan uh, after yeah. after a uh, skizzy last week I was just gonna not try <laughs> but <laughs> oh skizzy uh, Segoyan. <laughs> I'm not ready to no, we can't use this answer. No, it's probably, probably for the uh, best. Twice. But uh the I don't know. I I once when I did a uh maybe it was when I did the Mac Mania cruise with Joe Kissel. Maybe Sal was there too, but he it it was fascinating to me because I I, de- I definitely spent a decent amount of time with Sal in a compressed period. It must have been that Mac Mania cruise, but it was fascinating to me to spend time with somebody who like lived and breathed Apple Script because that man really loved it and did everything. <laughs> I mean, that's why it continued to exist, yeah. right? I think basically yeah. he one-handedly or two-handedly, single-handedly, <laughs> single-handedly. That is that is the expression, but I'm sticking with mine. <laughs> two-handedly, two-handedly kept kept double-handedly. That doesn't make any sense. He was double-fisting Apple Script. Okay. <laughs> I'm not writing it down. Okay, that's fine. Double fisting Apple script. I wrote it down. No, you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So there's your answer, Ivan. And uh, I think it will eventually. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be around for. <laughs> I. It's fascinating. I don't know. Impressed, it's lasted this long, right? The fact that it's still there, I'm not sure they'll update it in any meaningful way. But yeah. I don't think they'll go out of their way to rip it out. You know, for unless like it's one of those things where it's like when they run into something they can't do because Apple Script is preventing them for some reason because probably the syntax, um, they will they will remove it. Um, but I think they will not spend the time or effort to remove it until they really are like, you know, we could do this, but Apple Script and shortcuts is good, but not not quite all the way there. Um, Mahir wants to know, Moltz, how was the new iOS nine update, and is Safari speedier now? <laughs> So it turns out this is very confusing because the news reports from The Verge and I think other places as well stated that when Apple released, was it 17.3, right? Um, They also released an update for iOS 9. And so I, you know, quickly went to one of my devices that was running iOS 9. (laughs) This is on the case. (laughs) And noticed that there was an update for it. Um, And... But someone pointed out on Mastodon that their documentation online says that this this update came out in 2019. <laughs> so I updated to that update, and I'm kind of surprised. That, you know, I, I've messed around with these devices frequently, and I often check to see if there are updates for them. And so I'm kind of surprised that neither one of the two devices that I had that were running iOS 9 hadn't been updated to them in five five years. Yeah. It's, but that's possible uh at any rate after updating that there was no other update so i'm not sure what's going on either that date was wrong either the date is wrong in the documentation online um or they never did release an update for they said they would they said they had and just didn't didn't release it i mean so i'm not yeah i'm still confused about bob should we uh push out this update we've only been sitting on it for five years yeah right uh, guess what? Well, next week when they release Air Power, people are really going to freak out. Uh, <laughs> Kelly F asks, "Hey, Triumphant Trio, I think that's us. What have you been doing to keep warm and safe during these winter storms? Anything interesting, or just books, shirts, and a raging hatred of Tesla and some other Lex? <laughs> <laughs> which one is which? Quick, <laughs> I have been wearing shirts. It's true. 
It was it was darn cold here for a while. The thing yes, that bugged same. me so much is that we kept getting promised snow and we never really got any snow. Um, but uh, to stay warm, what did I just stay warm? We turned the heat up mostly, and um, and my hands cracked like crazy. <laughs> oh man, I'm still living that. I yeah, it's it's finally gotten above like freezing here in the last day or two. But like we had a yeah solid cold snap all last week. Where I get so I. I have both the the heat pump and the still the gas furnace in the house, and when it gets quite cold, the gas furnace kicks in because the heat pump is less efficient at colder temperatures. And so, um, I finally like at, by default, my Ecobee would like tell me after three hours, like, "Hey, there might be something wrong with your primary heat system because the auxiliary heat's been running for like three hours." And I'm like, "No, it's just fucking cold." So I like increased the amount of time, like the before it would warn me, and I still got a warning this week because it was like eight hours or something. Uh, yeah, let me know when it's running, running for eight hours and then checked it out. Yep. Still cold. <laughs> Story checks out. <laughs> I wish there was a way to do that. That was not like, Oh, something's wrong. <laughs> it's like, nothing's wrong. It's just cold. Uh, I would say just to clarify, I don't have a raging hatred of Tesla. I have a raging hatred of Tesla's CEO and, a ongoing frustration with Tesla, but uh, I definitely hate the other Lex. <laughs> where, you know, where, like, when, when you get your new car, does it keep you warm? It actually should be soon it could be in the next month Ooh, um, oh wow the, that's exciting yeah i'm very excited it, dhh and we've already talked about hating <laughs> um mm-hmm. he had a post as we're recording today where he talked about jeff bezos being on uh lex friedman's podcast and he used my name instead of the other guys so that was fun <laughs> uh just <laughs> and another reason i hate all of those people yes uh here's a question for mr e-man how do you have time to watch all those movies tv shows while maintaining a family life holding down a job and scrolling <laughs> through email slash social media I don't. <laughs> Holding down a job. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the one that's given way. Yeah, don't tell my boss. Uh-huh. I, I, I mean, this is a, this is, I, I feel like I can't keep up on anything. Like, I'm not, I'm not gaining any traction with the shows that I want to watch. Things are coming out too fast um, for me to be able to watch. Humble, everything. humble suggestion for you, John. Maybe stop watching old episodes of Star Trek. I can't do that, Dan. <laughs> Rejected like out we, of hand. This is without, an, without this discussion. Is an intervention, John. Without discscussion. I mean, the thing is, like, when I'm watching old episodes of Star Trek is, is a time That's that I'm not going to watch shows like uh, The Fall of the House of Usher. I mean, I'm not going to watch The Fall of the House of Usher right before bed. <laughs> So that's what that's what Star Trek exists for for me. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Star Trek before I go to sleep because nothing bad can happen. It's the only. It's there's the no, only. There's no like. There's no horror event. There's no like. Oh my god! This this character is in such uh, danger that I don't. I can't. I can't turn off the device because I need to know what happens next. It's just you know. Almost all of these episodes are ones that are self-contained and finish up in. 45 minutes so it's there's no uh there's no no suspense what i'm hearing exactly is exactly what i want it's the only time you feel happy it's the only time you feel joy <laughs> it's not the only time i feel happy but top top two yeah it's up there um i don't watch that much stuff like i will i basically end up watching most days like i, I may watch a tv show over lunch sometimes um during like sort of my lunch hours, like, you know, I'm making lunch and watching TV or folding laundry or something like that. So I'm like multitasking. <laughs> but then like the only other thing is like my wife and I watch like an episode of TV, like after dinner, like that's our wind down or whatever in the evenings. Like that's about it. I mean, like, but we're, 
we're fairly consistent with that. Like we watch usually one episode of TV a night and we watch, I watch an episode of TV during the day and like you can chew through stuff at a decent rate with that. But rarely do I watch more than like an episode of TV in a sitting. And we are very bad about movies too. Like we'll go through like patches where it's like, oh, we're like, we'll watch like two or three movies. We're like, we should watch more movies because, you know, like then we get through more movies, even if we have to like split them up like a, over a couple days or something. And then we forget and don't watch movies for months. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, like these guys. I don't really have a job. Uh, um, sometimes it's by watching shows with family. Uh, I watch more with two of my kids than I do with Lauren at this point. Uh, we used to be like Dan and Kat where they watch shows at night. But now Lauren and I very rarely do that just because of the way our life scheduling goes. But when I'm going to do lunch or like Dan said, if I'm going to fold my laundry, there's going to be either a podcast I'm listening to or a show I'm watching. And I try to save my podcast listening for when I would not be able to watch something. So, I don't know, you get it done. <laughs> it's important. These shows yeah. aren't going to watch themselves, you guys. That's right. Yeah, that's important. Very important. And then there fi- are some shows that I that I play and don't watch. <laughs> Just so you because, can say well, on well, like so like Star Trek Prodigy, I, which I've seen already and I think is excellent, um, has moved to uh, from Paramount Plus and in a you know ridiculous sign of the times. Uh, to uh, Netflix because they thought that they would get more money just licensing it instead of uh, trying to get people to join up for Paramount Plus using it. And I wanted to make sure that Netflix knew that it was popular, so I've just been setting up an iPad and letting it play <laughs> and walking away. Just enjoying, um, enjoying and have, the, the problem idea. is you have to keep coming back because it, it will shut off or, or it will... You know, say, are you Should still we, there? Should uh, we buy another season yeah. of Star Trek Prodigy, sir? Well, there's one guy in Tacoma who's really <laughs> into it. <clears throat> it's in the, t- I think it's in the top 10. I mean, it's in their, you know, top shows currently. So that's a good sign. Good. All right. Well done. You like that show, Dan. I do like that show. I don't leave Come it on. on in the background, but I do like it quite a bit. Well, you could. I guess that's true. Sure. All right. Hold on. I'll boot it up right now. Come on. Is that it? Uh, I have one more listener question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you, were you waiting for us to finish or? I did, Love, couldn't even follow what you were talking about. He was about. doing Love something Love me else. some dead air. <laughs> Bullware asks, would you rather the Apple Vision Pro or snow tires for your car? I don't have snow tires for my car. I so, would like, I would so. like, since, like I said, it doesn't snow here very much. I would like to get the Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, is someone giving it to me? <laughs> yeah. I think then the Apple the, Vision yeah, Pro, 100%. This the, is not I, even a question. I think it was, it's either or. So it's like, you know, if you, it's either Windows or Android, it's either Vision Pro or snow tires. And yeah, I'm I, I'll take Pro. four Vision Pros to put on my car tires. So I... <laughs> do you have to rotate your Vision Pros? Well, the, 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 the wheels just do it for you. I never understood that. The tires rotate on their own, John. I, <laughs> I don't know a lot about cars, but apparently. I know that much. <laughs> it's like the song says. The wheels on the car go round mm. and round. It's round a bus. And round. Is it no, so different? No, computers have buses, John. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs>